What's up, future PTAs? I have a quick announcement to make before we get started with today's episode. On Sunday, October 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be hosting a free masterclass webinar to help give students the blueprint they'll need to take all of the stress and anxiety out of setting for the boards and to provide students with the structural they'll need to absolutely crush the NPTE. Sign up for free down on the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. What's up, future PTAs? It's that time of the year again. For those of you taking the NPT in October 2022, listen up because we are having our last minute review session on Sunday, September 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We recap everything. We make it super, super ready for exam day. It's going to be great. So check that out in the show notes down below. The link to register is located there. Thank you for your continued support. Now on to the show. What's up, everybody? Today, we're going over the models of disability. This is going to include the NAGI model and the ICF model. So I'm going to get into it and kind of explain what we need to know for the boards, what's important and whatnot. So the NAGI model is the first uh, model we're going to go through. And this is created by Saad Nagi. Saad, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing the name, but it's consisted of four concepts that are used to describe the relationship between health and function. These concepts are going to include pathology, impairment, functional limitation, and disability. So some of these words are the same for both models that are being used. Just make sure you're aware of the differences, what's going on, and what like notation is specific to what. The NAGI model is a little bit older. It's less commonly used. The board still will quiz you on it, at least for now. When that changes, I will update this video. But Within the NAGI model, we got the pathology, which is a disruption or interference of the body's normal processes and the response of the body to regain homeostasis. So there's some sort of pathology going on. There's some sort of impairment, or well, I don't want to say impairment. There is some sort of thing going on with the body. So this is, you got cellulitis. How's your body responding? It's having a fever. So then it can try to kill off the bacteria. It's getting inflamed in the legs to try to get rid of the bacteria. That's what's going on with the pathology. Something has happened to the body and the body is responding to it. That is a pathology. The impairment on the other hand is the loss or abnormality of the target tissue, organ or body system level. So there is loss of something. So for example, um, for the spinal cord injury, we have paralysis as our loss of function. With our uh, type one diabetes, we have our loss of our pancreas and the ability for the pancreas to produce insulin. That is our impairment. That is our loss of function. That's kind of what's going on with that. A functional limitation is the inability for the patient to perform a movement skill or action in the stereotypical manner secondary to the impairment. So for example, we have a patient who's had a stroke and they can no longer use the right side of their body. So therefore their functional limitation is they're unable to reach up overhead with their right arm and I don't know, grab something out of the fridge. That would be their functional limitation. They are unable to do something secondary to their impairment, which in this case would be their paralysis, which the pathology is the stroke. So that's kind of what's going on with that. And then disability is the inability to perform or restriction inability to perform um, a patient's role in society when uh, within a given social environment secondary to their impairment. So maybe a person who's had a stroke cannot work their job anymore because they can't, you know, sort things overhead on the shelf in the warehouse, wherever they are. 
that would be their disability, their inability for them to perform their role in society. And so this is why this model is a little bit outdated. A lot of people don't like the use of disability and the, um, well, not the use of the word exactly, but the description associated with the NAGI model, because people can be very functional members of society and perform their given roles just in a modified way. And that's why this is outdated, but it's important to understand what's going on with this. All right. So an example, so we can kind of conceptualize this, a patient has weakness on the left side of their body secondary to a right hemisphere cerebrovascular accident. And this makes it difficult for the patient to reach their left arm up overhead when sorting mail at his work as a mailman. So let's go through what's going on. The pathology would be he had a right hemisphere cerebrovascular accident. So he had a right-sided stroke. The impairment is he can't use the left side of his body. The, so loss of function on the left side of the body. Functional limitation would be he cannot lift his arm overhead. So literally the action or the movement of lifting the arm overhead, it's not happening with this person. Therefore, that's the functional limitation. The functional activity has been limited by the pathology, which is the stroke. And then the disability would be he cannot complete his work-related tasks and functions as a mailman because he can't reach overhead. So that's kind of what's going on with this specific example kind of broke it down makes it make a lot more sense the boards will ask you in them like they'll be like in the description of the naggy model which one of these would be what so that's kind of what's going on um i put i ifc but it should say icf i realized this afterwards i think ifc is something else oh no it's interferential current so the icf model and don't worry i'm going to correct this but this stands for the international classification of functioning disability and health and so this is a lot more complicated than the NAGI model, but this is more commonly used today because it focuses less on the fact that the person can't perform the role in society and more of like, what are the modifications we would need to make for this person to perform the roles? So it classifies health and health-related domains into primary concepts. So, oh my gosh, I can't believe I put IFC for this. <laughs> Interferential current, no, this is ICF concepts. So we got body structure, body functions, impairment. So there's another thing with impairments activity, um, participation, activity limitations, participation restrictions, and environmental factors. These are all things that are the concepts under the ICF model. So let's go through all these and what they mean. Body function would be the physiological and psychological functions of the body. So we're just the way the body does things. Examples of this include the functions of our major body systems, integumentary, endocrine, GI, metabolic systems, neuromuscular, musculoskeletal, cardiovascular, hematological, respiratory, and immune systems, all of those. Uh, voice, speech, and swallowing, because these are bodily functions that we can do. Uh, mental status, because we're focusing also on the psychological component of this, and then any sort of sensory and pain due to the fact that this is a function of sensation, vibration, proprioception, all of that stuff would fall under body functions. Body structure is literally, there's a long wordy thing for this, an anatomical parts or structures of the body, including organs, skeletal, muscular system, extremities, anatomy associated with these parts. It's just your anatomy. It's literally your anatomy. Body structure, just think anatomy. Examples of this, all of our anatomy of all of our structures in our body, our neuroanatomy, GI, respiratory, endocrine, metabolic, cardiovascular, GI, uh, genitourinary, uh, integumentary, musculoskeletal, all that musculotendinous units, ear and eyes, nose, all of our swallowing muscles of larynx, pharynx, mouth, associated structures with speech as well. Anatomy, 
If you think anatomy, it's anatomy. Impairments are going to be the problems in the bodily function or structure, which can uh, include loss of function or deviation from the norm. So what are we thinking? Examples of those would be like type one diabetes. So their impairment is that their pancreas doesn't work. So this is a loss of function. This therefore it's an impairment. Spinal cord injury, we don't have use of the legs or something like that. Maybe when the arms are affected, we have paralysis. That would be an impairment, loss of function. Stroke, loss of function of like one side of the body, or maybe it's like a brainstem stroke, loss of function of being able to breathe and stuff like that. Bad. ALS, we're losing our loss of function of our musculoskeletal system. Uh, stress incontinence, loss of control of our genitourinary, a ligament tear, musculoskeletal loss of function, ligamentous laxity allows like more movement in the joint, which could cause instability and further damage. These are all impairments. Activities and participation. So an activity is the completion of a task or action by an individual. So the activity could be we're stepping up on a step. That is the activity. The participation would be involvement in a situation. Let's say we need to step up on the step to go to the party. So our participation would be like participating in social events, work-related tasks and functions, um, pretty much anything we do in life, being able to feed yourself, toileting activities, bathing, dressing yourself, stuff like that. This is participation in some sort of situation. Um, or yeah, you can participate in an activity. Isn't that great? So an activity limitation would be difficulties one may have in completing a task or activity. So let's say they had um, a knee replacement or they had an ACL tear and they're having trouble um, stepping up onto a step. That would be an activity limitation due to their pathology of them having a knee replacement or um, let's, let's say in this case, it's not, it's not surgical. Let's say in this case, it's osteoarthritis or the ACL tear. They can't step up on the step. That would be an activity limitation because they can't perform the activity, which would be a task, standing up on something, action, movement kind of thing. Participation restriction would be difficulty for an individual to take part in a situation. This would be an individual cannot stand long enough to cook themselves a meal. An individual cannot go up a flight of stairs to attend their work that's on a third story walk up, something like that. That would be a participation restriction because you cannot participate in the situation or and uh, anything going on. The activity limitation is you cannot perform the activity which is not associated with social stuff. Examples of this would be our mobility communications, self-care, house and homemaking activities, learning and applying knowledge. Because remember, we're also focused on our mental status, uh, community, social life, civil life. So this is like, are we able to go to work, interpersonal relationships and communication? Maybe they had a stroke and now have aphasia and can no longer communicate effectively with their spouse or their family. Um, general tasks and demands. So you're telling a patient, can you pick up that toothbrush and hand it to me? That would be an activity. If they're unable to do it, it's an activity limitation. Um, if they're unable to participate in brushing their teeth, that would be a participation restriction. See how it kind of blends into each other with the activities and participation. So with this thing, activity is literally like I pick up the water bottle. Picking up the water bottle is the activity. Bringing it to my mouth and drinking it and being able to swallow, that would be the um, participation. So kind of all flows together. Environmental factors is literally anything else outside of the person that's going to affect them. So like this physical, social, and attitudinal environment in which people live. So this can be, are they able to use technology to either help them participate in doing things in the community or is technology not helping them? Maybe it's um, like a wheelchair is the technology that they're using. 
uh, natural uh, environment and human made changes in the environment. Um, that should be a slash, not an equal sign. Um, and so the natural uh, environment would be like, I have to walk over some uneven surface to get somewhere. Or maybe it's changes in the environment that they've added a set of stairs or something like that. Like what's going on? Attitudes, it's just the person's uh, like attitudes towards the person or maybe the person's attitude towards the environment. But a lot of it is like, you know, stigma and something like and things of that nature with like the uh, social socio like environment kind of stuff going on. I'm throwing words out there. Y'all know what I mean, like the interactions between people and whatnot, stigmas and stuff like that. Um, services systems and policies are in place. So this can either help or hurt. So like we have the ADA in place to help try to make things more accessible. Um, services are in place to try to make things more accessible, like um, ASL interpreters, um, stuff of that nature to try to make the person able to you know, participate in society and essentially minimize these barriers. And then you know, policies being that we gotta make sure the elevator's working, stuff like that. Um, the ICF example, why did I keep putting IFC guys? Okay, so our example of this would be a patient has been diagnosed with cerebral palsy. The patient demonstrates increased spasticity in bilateral upper and lower extremities, which do not permit the patient to drive independently in a car. The patient states he has difficulty communicating with doctors secondary to impairments with speech and forming words. So our health condition in this case would be the same as our pathology in the other model. Our health condition is cerebral palsy. Our impairments is the spasticity, which is making him unable to drive a car, which that would be our activity limitation. So our impairment of spasticity is allow is not allowing him to participate in an activity, which would be driving. So that's our activity limitation of they cannot drive independently. Our participation restriction is the patient has difficulty communicating with physicians because our participation, this would be participating in communication in a conversation, participating in the situation of having a conversation. That is why the difficulty communicating with the physicians and doctors would be a participation restriction. So Sample question, guys, bringing all of this together. Oh, I finally put ICF in here. Finally put ICF in this example. All right, guys, sample question. A physical therapist assistant is treating a patient with a T6 complete spinal cord injury. The patient states that they cannot work at their previous place of employment because it is not wheelchair accessible. The patient also demonstrates difficulty attending their son's baseball game secondary to no accessible pathway to the viewing stands. According to the ICF disability model, what would be considered the impairment associated with this condition? One, paralysis of the lower extremities. Two, inability to be involved with watching his son's baseball games. Three, inability to work at previous place of employment. Or four, use of wheelchair as a primary form of community ambulation. So I'll give you guys a second to think about this one. All right, guys, so the answer is paralysis of the lower extremities. So we are asking what would be considered the impairment associated with this condition. So what is going on? The person has a T6 spinal cord injury. It's complete. That means that their lower extremities are paralyzed. 
So that would be our impairment associated with this. Our health condition, according to the ICF model, would be the patient had a T6 spinal cord injury. Our impairment is that the patient has paralysis of the lower extremities. Um, our participation restriction would be that they cannot watch their son's baseball games because that's a situation that they're unable to participate in due to the like environmental factors of they have to go over like dirt and stuff like that. It's not an accessible pathway. Um, and then the inability to work at his previous place of employment would also be a participation restriction for this individual. Um, if it was like walking, that would be a activity limitation. Let's say, you know, walking up a flight of stairs, this would be your activity limitation. But because those two have inability to be involved in the son's baseball games, that's they can't participate in a situation. So it's a participation restriction and the inability to work at his previous place of employment participation restriction as well. They cannot, uh, you know, be in a certain situation. Uh, use of a wheelchair is primary form of community ambulation. I wouldn't say this is involved with anything. This is just how the patient's been adapting to doing things. Could be, this is an activity. I would say if we're going to classify this as anything, it's an activity. So I hope that this was helpful in clearing up a lot of things involved with the disability models. Again, there'll be like one question on the boards about this. If even so just kind of do your best you use deductive reasoning use critical thinking skills try to narrow it down to at least like two answers and pick the best one from there um i hope that this at least helps clear it up maybe there's something i said in this that you remember and then you see a question on the exam and you get it right because you remembered something that's all i want from this so take care guys and let me know if you have any questions in the future Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.